is girl my loves divine feminines divine masculines so um i just saw this in my algorithm apparently i'm subscribed to scott stewart y'all um and so i think part of the reason from what i see here is that it has free access to live zero dte or day trading um day trading room so there was a point in time where my brother and i were trying to figure out the zero day trade um strategy but um yeah so i'm uh, subscribed to scott stewart this is going to be 28 minutes and 59 seconds long and i'm going to listen to it anyway so you're welcome to listen in with me um as you can see it's it's saying highly non-correlated wildly diversified strategies turning gold into cash and you all know i have been <clears throat> very interested in um this aspect of it now i'm almost wondering you know if he's going to talk about the trading part of it um so yeah you're welcome to just listen along to it if you're driving and then also I'll kind of just walk you through if he puts stuff up on the screen that we should cover. So let's get into it. <clears throat> I might do commentary. Y'all know how I do. How to turn a dead asset, take a dead asset and turn it into cash flow. Hey, traders, welcome back. So this training video is another example of what we call highly non-correlated, wildly diversified strategies. We try really hard in our model portfolio inside of our live trading room to have at any given time 15 to 25 different non-correlated wildly diversified strategies non-correlated meaning that if the market goes down some of our stuff will go up right so mm. they don't all move in the same direction and this training module is on our gold trade which has just been fabulous it's just absolutely been awesome We've been doing this trade now for years and years and years, but we've been doing it on silver inside of our AST investing program, our asymmetric trading program. And so we have just recently started up a new iteration of this, but we're using gold and we're doing it inside of our live trading room. So I wanted to share this overview for you on what I call turning gold into cash. Or in other words, how to take a dead asset and turn it into a cash flow machine. <laughs> and I know that I am going to offend some people in this what? video tutorial, uh, but gold is absolutely a dead asset. It is absolutely a dead asset. Uh, there are gold bugs out there that are going to be very upset with this, but <laughs> the facts are what the facts are. But it's interesting that you can take a dead asset like gold and you can turn it into an absolute cash flow machine. Commercial. Imagine an asset class that could get you better returns than the S&P 500. What do you think it would Okay. So here is saying trading involves substantial risk and is not suitable for all investors. We cannot and will not guarantee that you will not lose your money or that you will make money from the information found on this information, found on this presentation and or affiliated products and services. Past results do not guarantee. Listen, I need to cut and paste this. Past results do not guarantee future results. You can lose money. 
trading options and the loss can be substantial. Losing trades can occur, have occurred in the past, and will occur in the future. Listen, I need this uh, 156. Don't trade with money you can't afford to lose. Only risk capital should be invested uh, once it's possible to lose all your principal. Your use of this website and affiliated products, services is at your own risk. You should read characteristics and risk of standardized options to further understand the risk of trading options. We are not licensed financial planners, financial advisors, stockbrokers, investment brokers, or investment advisors. Before making any trade, check with your financial planner, investment advisor, tax advisor, or anyone else that controls your finances to make sure option trading is right for you. And for those of you that are new to, uh, with me, you know, this is so important. This is the stuff I try to tell you. But in between here, there's little secrets, right? Um, as you're on your path to becoming a millionaire, do you have a licensed financial planner? Do you have financial advisors? Do you have a stock bro broker? Do you have an investment broker or investment advisor? Do you have a financial planner that you can check with, an investment advisor, tax advisor, or anyone else who controls your finances? These are the little gems that are in these things that, you know, I talk about how your net work, network determines your net worth. Do you have one of these, each of these people in your circle? You know, it's one thing to be able to go to brunch and have a champagne breakfast and talk about the designer stuff you bought and where you want to travel. It's another thing to have these type of people in your circle that you can talk with. <coughs> I think it's kind of covering um, enough for you to kind of get the language and for you to understand that you need to do your own due diligence. But let's go on with um, the recording here. <coughs> So he's just putting again, trades can and do lose money if trades go max loss and it adversely affects you financially or emotionally, right, so whoops, or emotionally, then you were over position size. That All is right, not what so we let's want. let's get into this, talking about how to turn gold into cash. This is really uh, an amazing cash flow machine, especially when you look at what gold has done in the past. So there's a couple of things to think about, a couple of things to talk about. As we look at gold, one of them is making sure that we look at setups. We look at trades based on the probabilities of making money. Okay, And the reason that I say that is that there are a lot of emotions tied up in precious metals. Silver, but primarily gold. You've heard mm. the phrase or the term gold bugs. These are people that are all in on gold. They think <laughs> gold is the end-all, be-all. And it reminds me a little bit of the uh, the uh, Wall Street bets mm. uh, apes, the people right, right. that are all in on AMC. Look, And I was one of those um, <laughs> Wall Street bets. I, I bought AMC. That was around the time I was um, learning about trading. And then divided to decided to dump the stonk. Hey, I didn't say stock, stonk. Like that's how deep I was in on it. I'm still in a couple of Facebook groups that of people that are holding on to their stonk. Um, but um, what he's saying is you don't want to be so 
10 toes down in one thing. The whole point, and even you heard him at the beginning, is you want to diversify. Um, I actually know a gold bug. I'm going to tease him about this the next time I see him. But um, And he has gold in vaults all around the world um, and at his place too and traded gold. But that's kind of what he's referring to when he talks about uh, these type of people here. Yes. Uh, apes, the people that are all in on AMC. Look, AMC is a bankrupt company. <laughs> it is, by the very definition of bankruptcy, bankrupt. Mm. It has a negative share value mm. of almost $4. That's bankruptcy, right? When you have... Good thing I got out. But, you know, and, and you'll always hear different perspectives from other people. But, yeah, I just figured I would get better returns on my money. So I just... Um, cut my losses um, relatively early and moved it into other things that are bringing me money, and I'm happy with that. Have more liabilities than assets, you are bankrupt. Uh, it has a, a quick ratio and a current ratio well under one. It meets all of the qualifications for bankruptcy. It is a, a, a company that is a dead company walking, and mm. it is bankrupt. Nobody has just bothered to tell it yet. But you can't <laughs> tell that to a person that absolutely loves AMC. They think it's going to go to the moon. They think they're going to get rich off of the <laughs> it, It's crazy. Kind of takes uh, that, that kind of happens here with gold. You have these gold mm. bugs that are all in on gold. Gold has been a horrible, horrible investment. It is an absolutely dead asset. Okay, Scott. But it can make you rich if you have the right approach to managing it. So let's talk a little bit about the situation with gold, okay? Mm. With every trade, with every asset, with every setup. There are always pros and cons, and gold is no different, right? Mm -hmm. So there are some benefits and some downsides to gold. Some of the benefits of gold is that it is non-equity correlated, and that's a big one. We really are big proponents of that in our trading. Yeah, that's huge, and he talked about that at the beginning. So listen up, children, listen up. ...of having strategies and setups that if the market goes down, our positions might even go up. We are really big on that in our AST investing program. Mm -hmm. It can be or has thought to be a hedge against inflation. Mm -hmm. uh, when prices go crazy, mm -hmm. gold usually will keep up with that, or at least that's the idea. Right. Uh, relative price stability, uh, it does fluctuate, obviously, in price, mm -hmm. but it generally has a little bit more price stability than, say, the stock market. Mm -hmm. And, uh, of course, it can at times offset the perennial weakness that we have in the dollar as the value of the dollar just mm -hmm. erodes and erodes and erodes over time. A deflation protection, it can help us protect against deflation as well as inflation. Yep. Political uncertainty is something that we don't talk about too much in the United States, but it doesn't mean that we are immune from that. And yeah. it is nice to have an idea that, hey, I could have something uh, that could you know, work as currency mm -hmm. if we were to have political uh, instability. Now, there's a couple other things that I think are big pushes as benefits for gold. Yep. And in case you didn't really quite catch it, and I mentioned that my um, one of my friends, he has gold all over the world. Um, and one of the first people that I heard about having gold in vaults all around the world it was a woman. And I actually need to try to find her video again. And or if I, if I didn't subscribe to her, follow her. I think I did subscribe to her, but I think she's already put up 
the majority of her content. But worst case scenario, you know, gold, you can use it in Switzerland, you can use it in Seychelles, you can use it in Greece, Turkey, New Zealand, Canada, Central America, South America. So it's one of those things that regardless of, you know, if you say, well, I'm just going to leave America because of what's going on, you can always go to other places and still have some type of currency that is still widely accepted. Okay. And, and, and silver and other precious metals. One is supply constraints and the other is increasing demand. So really for whatever type of precious metal you're looking at, even if it's palladium yes. or, or some of the other areas yes. of precious metals, we have an increasing demand. Mm -hmm. The demand for gold, the demand for silver is ever increasing. Mm -hmm. And of course we have supply constraints. There's only so much gold on the face of the earth right. and they're not making any more of it. And so as it gets harder and harder to find more, and the demand continues to rise, supply demand, prices should reflect that and push upwards, right? And then of course the other benefit is diversification, in mm -hmm. which again, we are huge proponents of in our trading room. It's always very important, it's always very prudent, I believe, to have an asset class that is not tied to everything else. Diversification right. really shouldn't mean spreading your money around, it should be having assets that move in different ways. Mm. And uh, gold can be a good one for that. But there are some downsides to gold as well. All right, I need to take a little bit of break. I'll be right back. Okay, I'm back and I'm gonna try to keep my talking down to minimum, but he, we finished with diversification and that's diversification. I think what's important for you to kind of notice the process also is I'm letting some things mature, but I'm already plotting and scheming of other ways to diversify my my funds, right? And so while I'm waiting for one of my assets to um, mature, I'm learning about the next thing. So as soon as the money comes in, I've already decided how much I'm gonna put towards gold to just have something different in my portfolio and then grow that and then figure out other um, ways that I wanna diversify my funds. All right, let's get into it. Well, one is that this whole idea that it is an inflation hedge, yeah, history is not too kind to that belief. Yes, we had a little spike here recently in the last couple of years mm -hmm. as inflation has pushed up. Yes, we had a little spike, actually a pretty big spike in gold uh, in the early 80s when Jimmy Carter did his best to ruin the economy. Um, but other than that, it really has not matched inflation rates very well. So I don't think it really is the inflation hedge that we hope or think that it is. The other issue, of course, that's huge is carry costs. Now listen, before you gold bugs just go all crazy on me, I, I love gold, I love silver. Uh, I, I, I have big bars of gold and silver. I love it, this is a 100 ounce bar of silver. <laughs> uh, I never wow. think I'm gonna make any money with this. This is a very cool conversation piece. It is a very, very heavy paperweight, is what it is. Uh, I, I don't know what actual purpose in terms of building my net worth this is going to do for me. So again, I think... And you know, he's making a good point. So, and again, I think that it's a great way to diversify, but but you don't want to put all of your eggs in one basket. And um, it is really cool. He was holding up a 
silver bar. It was, it's kind of like one of those huge Hershey bars. That's my little one in the background. Hold on one second. Bruno! I think it's interesting. I like the ideas about it, but the carry costs of this are huge. Hmm. I relate it to raw land. Now, in real estate, there's all kinds of real estate that you can do, right? Uh, residential, commercial. Uh, th th there's all kinds of real estate investing you can do. Raw land, vacant land, can be one of the most powerful returns that you can get in investing in real estate. But raw land has tremendous carry costs, meaning if you're going to buy a piece of land on the outskirts of growth, try to hold it for 10 years, anticipating the growth is going to move that way and you're going to be able to sell that piece of land a decade later for maybe five times, maybe six, seven times your original investment. That's a great rate of return, right? But for those six or seven years, you are paying maybe some insurance premiums. You are paying property taxes. Mm -hmm. There's overhead. There's drag mm -hmm. on that investment. There's nothing coming in, but there's stuff going out. I Okay, so yeah, and I was looking that up while he was talking about the carry cost. So carrying cost is the amount of business spends on holding inventory over a period of time. So it be, can be the cost of owning, sto storing, and keeping the items in stock. Um, and that's the thing with gold. Like when you're keeping it in vaults all around the world. I'm so sorry. I'm going to just kind of... Bruno! Bruno, it's okay. He always waits until I um, have to check him because, yeah, now he's fussing. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so with when you um, put them in vaults, there are costs. Now, that being said, if I say that some places like Switzerland, it's $12, $12 a year. I mean, yeah, $12 for the whole year and it's like pennies to the dollar to store your gold. Um, but then again, if, if you're having them all over the place and I'm not sure if it has to do with how much how big the little the unit is to hold the amount of gold then it starts to add up so i think that's why he's kind of saying that a little bit um about the carry cost i feel like to some degree they're kind of uh um small but it, it can add up um yeah let's let's carry on you know, there, I don't know, the, the 100 ounce here, this is probably worth 2300 bucks, something like that. It's probably 2300 bucks in this. Um, and I, I, it's not making me a single penny. You know, that's $2,300 that I could have someplace else earning me a uh, rate of return. In addition to the carry costs, uh, there is no income generation. And this is a big, big factor, right? Real estate has rental income stocks have dividend income bonds have interest income uh you know i held real estate i had rental properties in 2008 when uh, we had this massive financial collapse a lot of rentals a lot of uh, residential single-family homes those properties went down in value by 40 percent where i live down by 40 percent Places like Las Vegas and Arizona and Florida, they were down, and parts of California, they are down 50 to 60%, right? But it was okay because the income just kept pouring in. 
The asset, the real estate, it was going up and down in value, but the income never stopped. The income just kept coming in. There is no income generation with gold. That's a big problem. Uh, it doesn't yield anything, okay? Poor relative return performance. This is probably the biggest one. Gold stinks in terms of its rate of return. It has a horrible, horrible track record of performance. And, uh, you know, the past does not always equal the future. Mm -hmm. But if you look at the return on gold over the last few decades, I don't think anybody's very impressed by that. So, again, not great returns. And then also, you know, it's cumbersome to buy and sell this. Now, uh, I have bought and sold gold and silver bullion bars before. You know the way I sell this? If silver was to double in value, I would probably sell this. And the way I would sell it is eBay. I would place an ad on eBay. I would pay fees for that ad. I would have to go through. And the funny thing is I probably wouldn't buy it off of eBay um, just because I wouldn't want to be scammed. So I, I'm not sure. But, hey, do your due diligence. Uh, and get a buyer. They would pay me in a credit card. I would have to lose money there. I would have to pay money to pay to eBay for the transaction. I would have to pack it up. I'd have to take it to the post office. It's not quite the same deal as just pushing buttons on your computer to buy and sell stocks. So it can be cumbersome to sell and buy. It's a little difficult of an asset to work with, right? So what does that all mean for us? Well, let's look at those returns. Here's the returns of gold. This, this, is, this is what gold has done, folks, going back 100 years. So mm. this is the entire history of gold. Now, I don't put a lot of credence into the value of gold back in here prior to the 70s, the 1970s, because gold was price controlled by the U.S. government. And mm. so it really was 1971 when uh, President Nixon took us off the gold standard that gold started to trade underneath its own merit. Water seeks its own level. This happened to be where that level was at that time. It reminded me or it reminds me a lot of when shorting became available on Bitcoin. So you guys know the story of Bitcoin, you know, it just took off and it went up and up and up and up and up. And it seemed like there was no end to it moving to the upside until they made the availability of shorting Bitcoin. And the general public was now able to not only mm. buy Bitcoin, but short it. And now all of a sudden you saw the price coming back down because water started to seek its own level. Mm. And there was a, an equilibration that took place as you now had sellers being able to meet the buyers rather than just only buyers. Mm. And uh, this is what happened to gold here in 1971. Nixon took us off the gold standard. Gold mm. found sort of its equilibrium. And then, of course, uh, in the late 70s, uh, in early 80s, Jimmy Carter just absolutely exploded the economy with some horrible economic decisions. Great guy, awesome human being, uh, but uh, just absolutely a horrible president. And he destroyed the, the economy. I was a kid. I remember having a passbook savings account that I would put my... Oh, my God. He was alive when Nixon was alive, y'all. That's crazy. A uh, little gas, my, my, the money that I would make by... Uh, mowing the lawn, I would put that in the passbook savings account, 15% interest is mm. what I was earning in my little wow. savings account, 15% interest. So 
this spike right here, yeah, it did its job, I guess, in terms of hedging against that inflationary environment. But I think that was maybe a little bit of a unique situation. And now, of course, if you fast forward to today, you can see where we are. Guys, we're lower right now. Gold is lower in price right now than it was in 1980. It hasn't gone anywhere. And the bigger issue is the carry costs that we talked about. This is the difference here between what the stock market has done and mm. what gold has done. See, oh, it isn't wow. just about putting your money in an asset that is not going up in value. That's mm. not what this is about. It isn't the fact that, that silver is not going up in value. It is about the fact that I have $2,300 tied up in here that is not earning me a rate of return, right? Mm. I should be earning two or $300 a month off of this, not zero. And so there's this huge carry cost that is involved in the process. So some of the hard truths with gold, some of the reasons why I call it a dead asset. Number one, there's no growth engine for gold. Why has the return on gold been so horrible? Well, there's no growth engine, right? Love or hate Elon Musk, believe or don't <laughs> believe in electric vehicles, uh, think that Tesla is overvalued or undervalued. It doesn't matter, right? You would have made a lot of money had you invested in Tesla from the get-go. And in hindsight, it's pretty easy to figure out why. Uh, Tesla has grown pretty consistently at 40 to 50% a year, 40 to 50% a year, year after year after year after year. When the value of your company is doubling every couple of years for a, over a decade, you should have some growth, right? Well, there's mm -hmm. no growth engine behind gold. It is just simply a supply-demand issue. And so there's nothing really to push gold higher. Gold, as I said, is lower today than it was in 1980. Oh, wow. I don't know how good of a salesman you have to be. There's so many gold mm. bugs out there, but I don't know how good of a salesman you have to be to come wow, to you and so say, listen, I've got... He said gold is lower today than it was in 1980, so 42 years of no returns. Keep that in mind, too. So we are learning together. We're about halfway through the presentation. This investment that I want you to put your hard-earned money in, it hasn't gone anywhere in 42 years. Mm. And you're like, yeah, that sounds great. Let's put my money there. But that's gold. That is mm. the essence of gold, right? Mm -hmm. We also talked about the holding costs. But here's the thing, again. The holding costs here are not the fact that I have $2,300 invested in this bar of silver. The holding costs are that that $2,300 is not generating any income right. from it. And so it is interesting right here. Right. I'll give you a little quick calculation. $10,000 at just 5% a year. It's 5% a year is not a huge outlandish rate of return. Yeah. $10,000 at 5% a year over 42 years which is the length of time that gold has gone nowhere, mm -hmm. would have turned that 10000 into $81,000. Mm. So again, it's not just about putting ten grand in gold in 1980 and still having ten grand today. Mm -hmm. It's about the fact that you should have 81000 at right. a bare minimum. But the holding costs are just absolutely exorbitant. Right, right, okay? right. Uh, gains are largely based on the greater fool theory. Now, hmm. What do we mean by the greater fool theory? I've made a lot of money on investments that are based on the greater fool theory. Rally, uh, dot, R Rally Road, 
it is a web, not a not a product paid product endorsement, but I love Rally Road. They have collectibles. They have memorabilia. Uh, I have invested there in fractional shares of high-end exotic cars, mm. uh, wine collections, mm. baseball cards, very rare baseball cards, uh, a bat owned by... So I'm going to rewind that a little bit because um, I love that he's sharing diversified ways for us to generate income, right? And this is kind of like really fun to me because this could be like a Starbucks chit chat with someone like this. Can you imagine sitting some next to someone like this and you spark up a conversation and this is what you're hearing? I also wanted to go back and I'm going to go back like 10 seconds so we can listen to other things that he's diversified in. And so you can start to think and look for those opportunities. But another person that mentioned this, for those of you who were with me when I read through the book, How Rich People Think, in one of his chapters, I want to say it was later towards the end, like the last maybe 10 or 15 chapters, they talked about how rich people diversify. So once they have the bulk of their their money, now they buy art they buy books, they buy collection items, right? So, um, and, and one of the things that might have been hard for you to pick up on was that he said he buys fractional shares. So we talked a little bit in previous podcasts about what a fractional share is. So let me just do this real quick and then I'll take you back to the what he's saying. So Google, let's see how much is Google stock going for right now. It is going for $97. It's going for $97 and per share. <clears throat> That's class A. Let me just double check something too. So Google, I thought it was more. If that's the case. Oh, you know what? I think it's called, um, let me just double check. It's alphabet, but I think it's still going to be the same. Alphabet stock. Um, yeah, so $97.42. Um, so let's say you started buying shares in uh, Robinhood. And I did want to maybe do a tutorial with you because Robinhood is making it even easier for you to not only buy fractional shares, but they also have the auto um, recurring re uh, investment thing. And I, I did buy my, I did set that up for VU. VU is a trading um, fund under Vanguard. Um, do your due diligence on that one, but I set up the auto you know, dumping of money into that one. So, but, um, so let's say you can't buy the full share of, uh, 97.42, then you would be able to buy like $15 every week or every Friday or $25 every Friday. Um, so that's what he's talking about in terms of fractional, you're not paying full cost. Okay. Let's get back into what he's saying. Whoops. <laughs> fractional shares of high-end exotic cars, uh, wine collections, baseball cards very rare baseball cards and y'all i'm legit gonna uh i have like my little notepad here i will be looking into wine collections too as a matter of fact i met someone who has her own wine collection um her birthday is coming up and she invited me to her she's gonna have a birthday celebration with like all the cabanas and everything so she's like girl you know there we go there we go so there's something to look into uh, a bat owned by Babe Ruth, all kinds of cool things. These are all collectibles, uh, and, and, and they're awesome. They're mm. fun. They're exciting, but they are all based 
valuation-wise on the greater fool theory. Oh, uh, wait, wait, wait. Okay, I'm glad he said that. So this is about the greater fool theory. So he does have fractional shares. Um, and I think I get where he's going now. So you don't want to go too heavily into those either. Um, but I'm getting the sense that the reason you don't want to go too heavy into them is because of the greater fool theory. So let's go. <laughs> Van Gogh painting uh, was purchased four years ago for $18 million. It just recently resold for $24 million. Why is it worth $24 million today and it was worth $18 million a few years ago? Well... There's nothing intrinsically that has raised the value of that painting. It is, in fact, what's called the greater fool theory, meaning you purchase something for X amount of money, and you are going to need a greater fool to come <laughs> along and purchase it from you I love to it. keep the prices <laughs> moving up. And then he's going to need a greater fool to come along to purchase <laughs> from him. There's no nothing intrinsically that's hey. happening with that Van Gogh to make the prices rise. So mm. maybe gold goes up. But it's not really dependent on a growth engine or a fundamentals of any kind. It's just basically uh, on the greater fool theory, right? So that's a problem. So how do we take this, what seems to be a horrible investment, and turn it into one of the most amazing ones that we have inside of our trading room? Well, number one, we are not going to own physical gold and silver. We're not going to keep buying it like this. We're going to use the GLD, ticker symbol GLD, which is the ETF for gold it's traded on the stock exchange oh my gosh you guys i have a separate window open um i wish i'm gonna um look at for y'all that are my traders this i'm telling you orgasm so first he has here credit strangle on gold i am picking up everything he's putting down i used to have shares in gld um, hold on. Let me go. Let me go look at my Robinhood account. Give me one second. Okay, so I had gold G O L D, which is a cheaper one. Um, but yes, um, y'all, this is gold right here. I would say if you're gonna write anything down in your notes or pull over to the side of the road, type in Credit Strangle on G L D, which is a gold E F D, and it's from a trust. The only thing, and the probably the only reason why I didn't gravitate towards it is because of the um. It doesn't pay dividends, and if I looked at the five-year mark, um, right now it's going through consolidation. But credit strangle is a strategy that you can learn. I would say if you're going to go into it, tread very lightly, kind of practice in a test account. But credit strangle is an option that um, it's a sort of option. And if you're also kind of like a, a bike, what is it, tricycle wheels? Um, Robin Hood, you can select um, the different types of strangle in there and it will kind of give you the price points. But the thing is, you have to know what you're doing because obviously Robin Hood is going to give you the options that are in their in their favor. It's not where you automatically just be like, oh, I'm going to do a credit strangle on gold and then um, go, um, Robin Hood puts in the parameters and you think that Robin Hood is going to put that, you know, in your lap and you're just going to cash out. No, you're going to have to know how to enter in certain of things or make the modifications. But it gives you the kind of like a template. All right, let's go. Uh, and we're going to go out on the options chain one week at a time. One. All right, I'm going to go back just a little bit more so we can talk about that. And one thing, too, again, um, the way that we were taught 
is you want to look at least uh, three to six months out and it is a little bit more price expensive but then again um he's the expert here he's been doing this for years and again you know tread very lightly because it's high risk if you're going a week out i'm gonna just tell you i'm you have been warned i've lost money doing you know doing them that close out and days out and then now hours out before the market closed so all right here we go um no more talking for me until he's done explaining this strategy here we go buying it like this we're going to use the GLD, ticker symbol GLD, which is the ETF for gold. It's traded on the stock exchange. And we're going to go out on the options chain one week at a time, one week maturities. And then we're going to ladder overlay this trade. That means that every single week we're going to put another trade on top of the existing trade. So mm. we have trades sitting on top of each other mm -hmm. and we're diversifying the strike prices we're diversifying the levels that we're in on these trades at so we have these ladder overlays going in the goal of these credit strangles is just one and a half percent a week roi that's what we're yeah. shooting for is 1.5 percent so he's just going for one 1.5 percent returns y'all when i tell you i like to go in i like i like to set my profit at 30 percent um, but the beauty of this is, is you're going in and getting 1%, you're scalping that amount and that adds up and it compounds. Wow. Y'all return per week. It doesn't sound mm. like a whole lot, but I'm going to show you how powerful that can be over time. Mm -hmm. If you can do it consistently, mm -hmm. if you can do it consistently, right? So the operative word being if. Not that you can't. And I think that I'm not saying this to discourage you and he's not either. Remember, I've been talking about how a lot of us, we can, we're smart. So we can practice and, you know, this is something that doesn't discriminate against you based on how much melanin you have or your gender. So if you're up for the challenge, you master this and you can work from the comfort of your home or anywhere in the world where you have internet for your phone okay so don't be discouraged but understand that you have to learn how to uh turn it into a skill and how to develop mastery okay let's go so each one of these credit strangles takes about twenty five hundred dollars of buying power mm. and we're going to have two of them mm. with a ladder simultaneously at all mm. times so it's about five thousand mm -hmm. dollars that will commit to the strategy the income target is about a hundred and sixty five dollars per week and he made a correction in the notes um he said that the 165 dollar income should be 65 dollars income so 65 dollars a week um for four weeks and i think then that's how he came up with the 165 but um he made that correction in the note in the description per ladder so for every 2500 bucks we're going to try to make about 165 dollars uh, in, in each week's segment, right? Now, I mentioned earlier that we have been doing this for years and years, but we've been doing it with silver and we've been doing it inside of our AST investing program. So now we're, 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 we're taking the same strategy, we're using it with gold, we're using it inside of our live trading room. But here's an example taken uh, from today. This is from today. 
an actual position that we have in our AST investing program. And for those of you who want to go back and check this, it's at the 21 minute mark. And I think he's using, it looks like Tastyworks for his platform, for his trading platform. If you want to see this, um, it's very good and visual. Um, so it has, I think, um, he, yeah, with silver. So the strike price is 1727 and he has an October 7 um, option date. And at the time he's recording, this was September, September 29, 2022. And so he, so, okay, so we are in September. He, so this is a week out, September 7, and he bought a put for 1550 and he bought a call for 1850. Okay, so I hope you're kind of, I am picking up what he's putting down. Um, I do believe Tasty Works, which it does look like he's using that platform. Um, they also, you can select if you want to do a strangle or credit strangle. But, and again, I think it's going to, um, it's going to be a little bit strict on you because like he said, you're going to have to have at least a minimum of 2,500 for each of the ladders or 5,000. So it will stop you if you try to do that, um, that method with, without enough money in there, just giving you a heads up. And the total cost for that option is $1,016, but you need to have money in there in case it goes left or south. That's why it's 2,500. So here we go. It's on silver. You can see a couple of numbers here. You can see that I've got about $1,000, roughly $1,000 tied up in this trade. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can see, like, let me grab some 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 areas to make some notes here. About $1,000 <laughs> tied yeah. up in that trade. Uh, you can see it is a credit strangle. Silver mm-hmm. right now is trading for $17.27. Mm-hmm. It is basically a week out. We've got mm-hmm. eight days to expiration here, you can see. And uh, basically, we are saying that, hey, we would be short silver at 1850. We would be long it at 1550. Mm-hmm. We brought in a total of $32 credit on this trade. So I put up about $1,000. I brought in $32. This trade was actually about a 10-day long trade. So it's just a little bit above 1.5% a week in income. Now, mm. what does that mean? Well, our buying power in these silver trades varies, but this is pretty typical right here. This is going to usually be about $1,000 of buying power put into this strategy. Mm-hmm. And you can see our numbers right here if you go year to date. So this is going back to uh, the 1st of January right here. That's the 1st of January to mm. today, uh, September 29th. 2022, you can see that we've grossed $928. We've had some fees from commissions and fees from the broker. They mm-hmm. always get their cut. Mm-hmm. But our net so far this year mm. on this particular strategy with silver is $762 net income. Oh, wow, you guys. This is a beautiful thing. So that's at the 22-23 mark. Um, so he's saying that's from January until September 29th. Uh, the date that he's recording this, they made a profit of seven hundred and sixty-two dollars, which is going to be nine hundred or ninety-six percent APR. That's hell of a good. Come January through today, on about a thousand dollars of capital, guys. That equates to almost a hundred percent a year. 
Wow. Almost 100% a year. Wow. You only need to double $2,000 nine times to turn it into a million bucks. This is a powerful strategy. This is a really, really powerful strategy. So Wait, hold on. I need to hear him say that one more time. You need to take what? 100% a year. Almost 100% a year. You only need to double $2,000 nine times to turn it into a million bucks. You only need to double $2,000 nine times in order to turn into a million bucks? Ooh. This is a powerful strategy. This is a really, really powerful strategy. So we're doing this now on gold, okay? Mm. And again, what's interesting about this, you know, we're on pace to make almost 100% rate of return mm. on this strategy this year using it on silver in our AST program. Mm -hmm. Look what silver's done this year. You wouldn't look at a chart that looks like this mm -hmm. and think that you were making much money, thinking that you, you know, to show that chart to somebody and say, isn't that wonderful? I'm going to make oh a 100% return on that asset this year. They would laugh at you, but right. that's basically where we're at with silver. And what's in? I love this. I hope you guys get a chance to check this out. I would say we've heard most of his commentary, but now he's getting into the practical stuff. And now this imagery is going to be very important for you, whether you're visual or not. But one of the ways, um, and I only took four weeks out of a 16-week course, um, cost me about four or 5000 But um, I think even when I look at, pulled up the GLD um, EFT that he's talking about, I can see why I shied away from it and I went to the other um, gold option because when I went to the five-year mark, I saw that it was consolidating. And you heard me say that at the beginning. I was like, oh, I don't see why he's doing that, blah, blah, blah. Let me let me see because it's in consolidation mode. Maybe he's, he's seeing something I'm not. And so I would tend to shy away from something that's showing a downward um, downward trend, especially at the five-year mark. Um, and the six month, one month, you know, I always look across the timelines. So, but I promise you there's a strategy for everything. And again, if you can practice this, right. And there it is, you know, like start to look, Google, um, strangle credit stuff. There's a lot of, um, uh, videos on this. I would, I would probably recommend that you just, um, Follow this guy, Scott Stewart, because I think he has a really good way of explaining things and he's good with visuals and it's pretty simple. Girl, get your money, sir. Get your money. Interesting is that gold is actually worse. Gold, the trend for gold this year has been even worse. Wow. And we actually have a little bit higher potential in the gold than we do in silver to do wow. this strategy. So, again, it doesn't matter with this strategy. It doesn't matter whether gold is going up, whether it's going down, whether it is wow. staying the same. That's the beauty of this approach. And how powerful is it? Well, I want to be careful with this. The disclosures, <laughs> we always get the right. disclosures. There's no guarantees in the market. I can't make you any promises. It's against the law to make any promises, assumptions, or guarantees in the stock market because that's just not how the stock market works. So the assumptions that I'm going to give you here are already telling you they're going to be wrong. They right. are going to be wrong because the assumptions are, hey, let's take 12 grand. Let's put it into this strategy. <sighs> let's let it grow at 1.5% a week. Mm -hmm. Let's do it for nine years. And let's cut 
let's cut back a little bit, right? Let's not put it in at 1.5% a week. Let's take, uh, let's chop some of that off. Let's go down to just 70% a year. Okay. Oh, maybe there's some weeks we don't do it. Maybe there's some weeks that we lose money on it. So let's. Right. So he's saying instead of making it 96% or almost a hundred percent, cut the interest rate down to 70%. I hope you caught that. Let's try to be conservative, back it down a little bit to 70% a year. And let's compound this not 52 weeks a year, maybe we take a couple weeks off, so let's compound it 50 weeks a year instead of 52. That $12,000 could turn into six million bucks. In nine years, you guys. So consistently, you know, even while you're on the job, you know, every, every week you're perfecting and mastering this. Woo! Now again, I'm telling you right now, these numbers are wrong, right? To take <laughs> any strategy and extrapolate it out at any given return over right. a nine-year period of time. My gosh, we don't know what we're going to make in the next three days, let alone nine years from now, right? Right. But you have to make assumptions based on something. And this is the best we have is a mathematical calculation. So if anything else, I guess, obviously, I tell you right now that that's wrong. Mm. But number two... What that does show you is what the potential of the strategy is. I think if most people could see a strategy that you could take 12 grand and turn it into 6 million in nine years, mm-hmm. and that was a real true potential, you may say, hey, maybe I don't make 6 million, but I can see the potential. I think it's probably worth learning mm. and honing my craft at this strategy, right? Mm. So again, we have been doing this strategy for multiple years yeah. in our AST program with silver we have just started it recently well 825 is when we just started it mm. uh, in our live trading room with gld with gold and so far today we are six trades in on this wow. every and i think this this is nice this is this is good right because we do want consistency in our results it doesn't matter mm. if you have a trade that makes you a hundred percent return if every other trade ends up at a loss right yeah so consistently, ultim- consistency ultimately at the end of the day is going to be really what determines your success. So what he's um, pointing at on the screen is says that they started on August 25th of 2022 is the inception of gold in the official trading room. So yeah, y'all go check him out. It sounds like he has a um, live trades and whatnot. But um, the time I'm recording this and the time he uploaded this is September September 29th, if I remember correctly. So they've been sticking to that once once a week, um, which is giving them a total of six trades. And he put here, all trades are above the 1.5 target return on investment. So he just put that to be conservative. But, um, and then to date, all of the, um uh, says all the winners, all winners to date. So so far, no losses. Bear in mind, he's he's um, been doing this for several years. But once you get the hang of it, now you can just go into the market and cash your, you know, get your check. But the thing that I, I, I was already counting on this. I was already counting on this because I've seen it. We've done it for years and years and years in AST. We've just done it with silver. What I was really happy about was this. I didn't yeah. know if we were going to be able to consistently find setups that could bring in that one. And a- so he said what he's really excited about was the second bullet point, which is 
all trades above 1.5 target return on investment. Half percent a week, uh, almost 6% a month, but we've been able to find it. We've been able to find it. In fact, every single one of our six trades that we've done so far has actually been above that number. And that's what really excites me about that strategy. So this is the overview of our gold trade. It's an awesome trade. It is an absolutely awesome trade. So hopefully those of you that are in the trading room, this helps you understand it a little bit better. If you're not in our trading room and you'd like to give it a go, you'd like to give it a try, <laughs> we have a free one-week trial that you can jump in and give it a go. There's no cost. There's no obligation. You can jump in for a week. You can trade alongside of us. You can ask us questions. You can interact with us. And so I will drop a link in the description. Okay, so um, yeah, he's saying that's for one week. If you think you you know you have that kind of funds, you have the five thousand, and you want to try it for a week and get in there and ask questions, he has it at the end of the pod of his video, and then he says get a real one week trial free trial started now. Click the link in the description. I haven't used his services, so I don't you know same thing. Do your due diligence. You figure out if that works for you. Let me just play the rest. Box below. Uh, if you did something that you want to check out, jump in, have a Zoom session with me. Let's talk one-on-one, -on -one, see what you're doing with your trading. And I promise you, I will do my darndest to try to find something that I can find in what you're doing to try to help you to be a better trader. He said he's going to try his darndest, y'all. Listen, at a minimum, go subscribe to Scott Stewart. At the second minimum, definitely save and um save this i'm going to go ahead and save it as um um i'm gonna i'm gonna save it in my playlist under credit strangle option gld because i do want to come back to this strategy and so um same thing the same way how i talked about how i'm always strategizing and i'm laying my ducks in a row of you know what to do the funny thing is i probably would be better off Putting, for example, I've been mentioning I want to buy gold bars. I still want to buy them. I think they're so much fun. Um, but I would probably benefit taking my first, like, let's say now I have a price point, 5000 And using the strategy. And I probably would just go to my mentor and, and go over it with her. And pay her a little bit to just help me with the one-on-one on one for like one or two weeks until I get the hang of it. Maybe like three weeks. Um, and then, um, because I, I would need help with the closing it out part, that part is what gets me. Um, and then the, the, anything after that, I would probably get like another 5,000 in gold or blah, 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 you know, just some price points. But this was very helpful to me. I'm pretty sure we're over the, the 28 minute mark. I know it got a little bit, um, long winded, but Hey, Let's make this money and, you know, don't be discouraged. I think that, you know, we're in the same boat because we're both at zero. Some of you might take this and decide you want to run ahead with this, right? You've heard it. You can log on. You can see it for yourself and you might just make this your thing. You might just master this one thing. And now you, you are, you know, even when you're going to go in and check, you know, go to work and report for duty, you have a skill that you have learned that you can set up um, to pay you and get the TF out of your, your, your job in nine years. And now it makes things a little bit easier, right? Okay, bye, y'all. Till the next podcast.